to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And what a fabulous, glorious, just absolutely juicy day today is. You know why, Benny? Why? It's Nick's birthday. Oh, Nicholas. Now, you know, you wanted me to get this actual song for him. But you know what? I think it'd be a little more appropriate if we did it ourselves. Okay. Ready? We can do it. <clears throat> now, what? Should we, we, get up, should we bring our guest on? So, like, yeah, should we have, have Don- her sing? Yeah, let's have Donna help us. Is she there? Donna, are you there? I'm here. Yay! Okay. This is how we're going to introduce you to our listeners, okay? <laughs> it's, it's by having you sing on the show. I love it. Me, 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 me. Come on, Pat's in the studio, Patsy's too. Patsy's in here, too. All right. Say hello, Patsy. Hello. She's right. over there. All here right. we go. So we're how old is little Nicholas? I think he's like 22. 22? He's a baby. I think that's oh, I know. Baby. I know, but he's so, he's so, he's so like wise, though. He is. He is. I, right. I mean, not like a wise guy. Not a wise guy, but not he's just. Not a wise just, guy. He's just this little old, old spirit, old soul. Okay, ready, Benny? Yep, yep. All right, everybody ready? Me, 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 me. Yep, yep. Okay, good. Here we go. Hit it. Happy birthday to <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Nicholas. Oh my gosh. Welcome everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat show. This is talk radio to thrive by. And you know, as I said before, we have got an incredible, another incredible two hours of show starting off with my very special guest today, Dr. Donna Markova joining us. She was singing in the background. And so we're thrilled to have her here as inspirational speaker, writer, internationally known for her groundbreaking work in helping people learn with passion and live on purpose ceo of professional thinking partners and uh much more she's joining us here today because she is uh one of the editors of random acts of kindness series and joining us here today so that we can tap in to what it means to live in grace and how we can have that spot spot of grace and learn from others so that we can all make a difference Wow. Thank you for joining us here today, uh, Dr. Donna, for an incredible show. And thank you for joining the choir, Dr. Pat's choir. It's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you had no idea that this is what you were signing up for. I never have any idea what I'm <laughs> signing up for. <laughs> well, I'm going to start right out of the gate with a question that I ask everyone, and, and it's a question that is has been not only important question for our listeners, but also it's part of my own personal journey. And I just shared a little bit about who you are. I mean, you know, folks will get a sense of who you are and the work that you do in this in this in this uh, in this conversation, but. But, you know, given what you've done, given all that you've presented, the work that you do with countless people, I mean, you have had to run into a few bumps in the road. 
And so the question is this, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, it's one of my favorite questions in the world, so you couldn't have started in a better place except to ask me to sing happy birthday. Um, I have, it's, it's strange because it's like traveling on a highway, you know, I don't anymore consider just the down turns because they're always part of the straightaways and part of what comes up afterwards. But I've lived with cancer as a teacher. It's come in my life three times. Um, What instigated my writing the latest book, Spot of Grace, was that my sister died of a brain tumor. And I sat with her for the last two years of her life. And that was a lot like opening my heart in hell. I think of all the challenges that I've experienced, Mm -hmm. that probably was Mm -hmm. one of the biggest ones. She was the last member of my family of origin. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot of practice to keep my mind focused on her and my connection with her rather than on stories that would make me feel sorry for myself about being, quote, an orphan in the world, unquote. So I think that there are times when life calls me to uh, draw on the best of what I have and calls me to draw on those who stand behind me. And those times when life calls the loudest and calls my name are the times when I'm the most challenged. Mm. Mm. You know, I I so relate to what you're saying. I mean, I I don't know if anybody uh, out there has been through this, but, you know, there is nothing really for me quite transformative as being uh, by the bedside of someone, you know, that you don't know whether they're going to make it or not, but you're, you're there fully, completely, and your heart is open, and, you know, I had that experience myself. Yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. I mean, I both I've been with both my parents as they passed, and I did know that my sister was going to die. Um, but what was most challenging was to be with her as she was. Each person would move in the room, mm-hmm. and you could tell by their expressions and the things they said that they were thinking while they were with her about how she used to be because she was a very powerful, successful woman, and then in three weeks she became a vegetable. Mm. So either when they were with her, they were thinking about how she used to be or what was going to happen in the future about how she would die very shortly. And for me, there was also, all those things were true, but also between that parentheses, if you will, of how she used to be and how she was going to die, there she was in the moment. And those moments, every time I would bring myself to that realization, there were opportunities to create magnificent moments. I mean, I painted her toenails purple. Um, she couldn't eat or drink. She had a feeding tube, so and she used to love white wine. So I got her outrageously expensive white wine and just put it on her lips so she could still taste. And that was one of the last senses she had left was taste. Or I cooked her an entire lobster that I had shipped in from Maine. It was unbelievably expensive. And I took the claw of the lobster and just put it on her lips so she could still taste it. Because the, And then her eyes would light up. And she couldn't speak. But she could, the only thing she could move is she could blink her eyes. So in order to find out what she wanted to say, I would go through the alphabet and she would blink when I would hit a letter that was part of the word that she wanted to say. Well, yes, it took a really long time, but this is the sister, she was my older sister, who taught me to read. Mm -hmm. So she took the time and she was also the older sister who fed me and who bathed me. 
So it was such a beautiful series of moments of coming full circle, of giving to her what she had given to me when I came into the world as she was going out of the world. You know, Donna, there's actually nothing quite like it. You know, right now, and I've done a couple of shows um, on this recently, you, you know, we, we're bombarded by, you know, this notion of how we can make our own personal lives better, how we can uh, have a bigger house, how we can have a bigger car, how we can have, I don't know, more kids. Oh, wait, that's not something I think people want. Wait a minute. Let me back that one up a little bit. But, you know, it, it is like the me, me, me world. And what you're talking about and, and actually what you stand for, not only in the work that you do one-on-one, uh, -on -one, but also in the, uh, the work that you do in organizations, it's really not about the me anymore. It's about the we, isn't it? it, it it's about the we and the the. Um, what, what so touched me is when, after Joan died, mm. um, I felt like I was drowning in grief. And the last time I felt like this, um, I, for one, it was when my father died, and I wrote a book called I Will Not Die and Unlive Life. That was a way of bringing myself through the grief, not out of it, but through it. So it became clear that in the grief I was experiencing for Joan and for my family of origin all being gone, that I needed to turn that grief to ink. Mm -hmm. And so I sent a email out to 2,500 people that were on my email list. Uh -huh. And I asked one question. I said, who helped you know in your life that you were unique? Or who was there that you helped to know and recognized and fostered that they were unique? And those questions came because that was a significant part of what Joan did for me. She um, helped me to see beauty in the world when I was very young. And we had a grandmother who used to kiss my fingertips and make me look at the marks at the end of my fingertips. And she'd say, these prove you're a miracle. And I'd go, Grandma. And she'd say, no, no, never before in all the history of humankind has there been another such as you. And never again will they be. And these prove that you have inside you what she called a spot of grace. And she said, your task, like a treasure hunt, is to find that spot of grace, to find that seed of light, and bring it into the darkness in the world, and to help other people find theirs. Well, as I grew older, it seemed kind of, I don't know, quaint as an idea, but my grandmother loved me unconditionally. And so the ideas that she gave to me stayed very precious deep inside me. And when my sister died, it became clear that I needed to reach out to other people in order to move through the despair and not just drown in it. So that's why I sent out the email. And at first, the responses I got back from people were, what do you mean unique? I mean, there's 7 billion people, you know, we're just one of 7 billion. What difference do we make? And always I could feel my shoulders shrug when they would say that, you know, this kind of American gesture, this shrug. Um, but then something interesting happened. People started sending the email to their friends, to other people, and this flood of stories started coming into my email from all around the world, from Sweden, from Peru, from you name it. And people wanted to name those others in their life, be they people or animals or experiences, that helped them recognize that there was something in them um, that did matter, that there was a gift or a talent or something they loved that only they carried 
and someone had helped them find that. And so compiling those stories into this little book called Spot of Grace was both my healing and also a connection with a larger family that exists around the whole world. Mm. This is such a powerful story. Uh, Donna, let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about grace. We're going to be talking about the work you do. And we're going to be talking about how everyone out there can tap into that place that they have in their hearts, which touches another human being. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. A smooth journey, a creamy encounter, an odyssey to ignite the senses. Each spoonful of Greek God's Greek yogurt and Pavotoy's crema takes you through an experience of mythical intensity. Greek God's Greek yogurt, so natural, creamy and smooth with five live and active cultures, including probiotics. Greek God's Greek yogurt is now available in pomegranate, honey, fig, non-fat, reduced fat, vanilla, cinnamon, orange, and traditional varieties. The Greek Gods are now also offering the new and exciting Pavoto Ice Crema line. Greek Gods Pavoto Ice Crema, a gourmet ice cream similar to the ice cream you find in Greece, with flavors such as baklava, honey pomegranate, and fake chocolate. Eight sweet. Find your own Greek Gods at your local grocery store. Visit the Greek Gods at GreekGodsYogurt.com. Also visit our booth at the Northwest Women's Show this month at the Quest Field Event Center and experience the myth. Diets and drugs only address symptoms of ill health rather than providing solutions to the problems such as weight gain and chronic pain. Spending just 30 minutes in a portable sauna that uses far-infrared technology can burn 600 calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain. If you're tired of quick fixes that don't work, Consider the long-term solution. Detox America's portable far-infrared sauna. Call 888-338-6987 or visit detoxamerica.com. Do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. This is Glenn Brooks from the Vibrant Living Radio Network. From terminal normalities to abundant realities, how do we craft and design more abundance in our lives? And how do we allow for more possibilities? Join me and my international team of contributors. Please join me in this exploration and become part of the Vibrant Living family. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk, AM 1150, KKNW. Your life's precious and giant. Find the tools and resources and discover a new way of axing those. From a place of special energy. The Sedona tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours, your intent, and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit thesedonatools.com. Want to hear something different from talk radio? The choice is clear. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Don't 
back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, Dr. Donna Markova joining me here today. And I want to make sure that you are directed to her website uh, as well as, you know, the Spot of Grace website. Because, uh, you know, what you're hearing today uh, is something we talk about on a number of occasions. But this truly is an invitation to move beyond the I and the me and really look at life and step into the spirit of contributing and giving because when we do that our life changes our energy changes and our world changes and donna thank you so much for joining me today on the show uh, it's my delight and I, I wish people would come to spotofgrace.com website because it is about the we it's mainly people that have sent in youtube clips and recordings of their stories of people that have touched their life and made a difference or people whose lives they have touched and made a difference so it really is a we website I love when you go to uh, spotofgrace.com, mm-hmm. you have an introductory, it's a, I believe it's a video, Yeah. Uh, and it says skip the intro and enter the site. Yeah. No, absolutely, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want to wait till the, the thing, and, and folks, I have to tell you, you have to go to the website to see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's the one of the few websites that I've gone to where I haven't hit the skip the intro yeah. button. <laughs> Well, thank you. It, you know, it is really, it's a friend of mine and myself, and they said, would you tell the story and we'll video you telling the story? I said, mm-hmm. no, it's not about me, it's about mm-hmm. the story. So my friend, Nancy Margulies, drew the story as I told it, and we did it together in her living room. I mean, it is not big, fancy, high tech, but my parents bring kids to watch it and listen to it, and um, it is, I hope, a collecting place for stories that all of us have and for people that didn't have a grandmother like I did to kiss their fingertips and to help them understand that life is about finding what your uniqueness is and then contributing it to the rest of us. I mean, imagine if every child in the world had someone that kissed their fingertips and said, you are a one-of-a-kind miracle. Never before has there been another such as you, and never again will there be. And it's your job to find what that gift is and then bring it to the rest of us. So it's not just you're terrific, you're wonderful, but it's also you have a responsibility to contribute. Um, That's my dream, is that every child will have someone that will kiss their fingertips and say that to them. And, you know, that's what I want to talk to you about, because, you know, when we look at the book that you've written, and actually it's more than a book, it's a movement, and we're looking at how you're connecting people to other people, uh, you know, there are a couple things that I want to talk with you about. I mean, when we say spot of grace, I wanted to get your sense of that. And the reason that I want to get your sense of that is because right now there are, there's a lot of conversation out in the media, especially around politics right now, about inspirational leadership, about what that means what it doesn't mean but you know let's get to the root of the matter let's get back to basics on this so when you look at spot of grace right how is it that everyone out there can tap in to that place inside themselves that represents that well it's such a great question and it's really not as complicated as it sounds okay so much of what's happened in the last 10 years particularly has been motivation, 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 which means something from the outside comes in and tries to make you do something. But that's based on a basic distrust that inside of us, we are what's called in neuroscience, which is my hobby, we are hardwired to connect 
and that our brains flood endorphins into our system, which makes us feel good, when we actually reach out to another person um, to give. Not to give as in I'll give $8 billion, but to give of ourselves in some way. And this doesn't need to be complicated. You know, you need to actually align with that uniqueness. So if you think about what is it that I love about being alive, if you just ask yourself that question. Or, you know, in these times of such economic stress, if you ask a balancing question, in like instead of how am I going to pay my bills, or in addition to saying how am I going to pay my bills, if you ask yourself what is my real wealth, mm. then suddenly your brain shifts, your thinking shifts, your, you begin to think with your heart as well as with your um, mind, your conscious brain mind. And the, the desire to reach from that place when you say what is my real wealth or what do I love, it, it comes as naturally as it is for um, a tree to make a flower. So a, a, man, a very simple story. A man came and was pouring tea for me in a little coffee shop. And the way he was pouring the tea out of the pot, he poured it very slowly, and he lifted the pot and brought it down again. And then he looked at me and he said, I hope you have a really good breakfast. And he started to walk away, and I said, wait, stop. I said, where did you learn to pour tea like that? And he started to do what human beings have always done. He started to tell me a story about how he was a busboy on these tramp steamers, and he traveled around the world, and he's been a busboy his whole life, and even now that he's kind of a waiter in a cafe, he's still a busboy, because it's a way that he can serve people, and it makes him feel good if he can get someone to smile. So that was a moment of grace. It cost us nothing. It Maybe it took a minute of my time. What else is my time for if not to make connections like that? I think that's the question that you, that everyone out there listening to the show can ask themselves and really explore that because we're going to know that. I mean, we know in our gut when we're doing things that, you know, serve others. And, and, you know, people, I've shared the story myself of, you know, myself selling hot dogs, but, you know, you have taken this to a whole new level. And I want to make sure that everybody has your website and they can go to the website and please, I invite everybody to do this, spotofgrace.com. And you'll see the, the movie that we're talking about. But more importantly, you'll get a chance, especially if you're, you're in your world today and you're looking at your life. Uh, and saying, what's the next step for me? This is the answer. You know, Donna, when we, when, we, when we look at the work that you're doing and how busy we are today, uh, what is it that every one of us that are, that are listening to this show, what can we learn about this new term that's out there, the next level? I think we can learn... To, in order to inspire or to be inspired, the word means to take a breath. Mm. And I think that, um, you know, so much of how we are trained is to perform, to get the A, to get the applause. But I think there's something more than that. There's a woman at Stanford who did this research that found that when instead of aiming at performing or getting better grades, you aim at growing growing yourself, growing your capacity to connect, to be alive, to experience that you're alive, that you follow a whole different path in your life. 
And so I think when we take this breath and we begin to ask ourselves different kinds of questions that what do I have to do next, how do I pay my bills, different just for the length of a breath, just inhale and say, so how can I grow this moment or how can I grow myself or how can I bring grace into this moment? And then for the length of the exhale, you just wonder. And that's the length of one breath. You, and if you go through the day with that wonder, I wonder how I could bring grace into this moment, your whole trajectory begins to change. The point of life is not getting to the end of the list and collapsing in bed where you lie turning around like in some kind of rotisserie thinking about everything you have to do tomorrow. The point of life is to grow life and to grow the possibility of connection and to grow the possibility of a future for our children that we can be proud of. Wow. And that doesn't take time. That takes one breath and a shift of attention. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't cost anything. <laughs> no. And, you know, once you do it, you uh, step into riches beyond anything you could imagine. It's really true. I, I, I think a lot of times when I'm feeling weak or vulnerable, I think about jellyfish. And they, are, they have no muscles, you know. But what powers them is the might of the whole ocean. Mm -hmm. So I think there is a movement happening right now, and your show is part of that movement to shift what's going on from our becoming more and more contracted and uh, from things being as unbalanced as they are to shift it into a mm -hmm. state of balance. And you are such a contributor to that. Donna, what I would like to do, if you don't mind, on your website, DonnaMarkova.com, there is a, a poem that you have written on the, your homepage. I, I wonder if you if I could read that as oh, we close. I would close. love it. That would be such a gift for me to hear it. I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, and everyone out there, stay tuned. We'll be right back with another incredible, powerful show. Uh, Patsy Winterton joining us here today. But here is the message, a message you could live by. I will not die an unlived life. I will not live in fear or falling or catching fire. I choose to inhabit my days, to allow my living to open me, to make me less afraid, more accessible to loosen my heart until it becomes a wing, a torch, a promise. I choose to risk my significance to live so that which came to me as seed goes to the next as blossom. And that which came to me as blossom goes on as fruit. Donna Makova wrote that. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back.